0: The key then is really to kind of try to maintain being at that plateau for as long as you can, because that's where, you know, quality of life is. If you can stay there, you know, then you're really doing really great.
1: Welcome to Subbabe, your one-stop shop for stories, trends, and PSAs, so you can live your best life. I'm your host, DJ Rosé, but you can call me Nicole. I'm a serial entrepreneur, fashion lover, and music addict. I'm like Cher from Clueless, but with a little more brains and a little less blonde. Today on the show, we are chatting about what's in supplements, how to know which supplements are right for you, and how to work them into your daily routine. Welcome to Sup, babe, Paulina. Sup, babe? How are you? Hey, I'm great. Thank you, Nicole.
0: It's really great to be here.
1: Awesome. Well, I'm so excited to chat with you today. I have been, I would say like an avid supplement user for at least like five years, could be longer. And like, you know, you go in and out with like your health routines. Yeah. (laughs) Does even someone like you struggle with that? Or is it just me?
0: (laughs) No, absolutely. Absolutely. I am always sort of vacillating between a very expansive supplement routine versus sort of narrowing it down and just taking the bare minimum. Sometimes like I might even take a break one day a week for a few weeks and, you know, just kind of get back into it when it feels right. So some of it is going to be intuition when you feel like you need to take a break or just keep going with it.
1: That's cool. Okay. Awesome. I never, I never really knew that. I haven't really had intuition around it. I would call it more like laziness or like lack (laughs) of remembering to check out my Amazon cart, if that's that's motivation. Yeah. For sure. For sure. I think this is like a really, really important time to talk about this because, you know, in the world that we're living in, any extra bit of
0: well being is well worth it right now absolutely this is such an important time for for supplements i, I don't think there in our lifetime there possibly hasn't been a more important time to consider integrating supplements into your lifestyle and hopefully making them into a routine that becomes a habit you know, just to serve you better through your whole lifetime, not just now in this sort of critical time.
1: So when you say, and by the way, I want to get into your background here. So everyone knows that we're talking to a supplement expert who has their hands in formulating the products so they can, you know, once again, you're not a medical doctor, but they can trust that, you know, the what, what, the who's who of the supplement world. Um, But why, so when we are saying that this is a critical time, my gut is that, you know, I mean, and the research shows that mental health issues have spiked during the pandemic. Mm -hmm. They're still on the rise. Is that what you're thinking also by this being a critical time or is there more to the picture than that?
0: Uh, Yeah, that is definitely going to be a component of it. Um, with, With the whole COVID experience that we're all living through, think there's these unique challenges that many of us probably have never experienced before. Um, One of them being probably isolation, especially for single Mm -hmm. people. If, you know, you can't connect easily with your your peers, your colleagues, your friends, uh, or even your family, it can really have a taxing effect on your emotional and mental well-being. So we really need to take extra self-care at this time. And that's something um, both as a practitioner, but also just you know, as a supplements company, we're really aware of and keen on helping to support people in, in all aspects of their life. So including their mental well-being and their emotional and their physical, there's really no separation for any of them.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: What we put into our body is ultimately going to have an effect on our neurochemistry. Mm-hmm. And that's going to play into affecting our emotional health.
1: Our mindset, right? Our positive thinking. Yeah. Yeah, like, I know. I, you know what? That's okay. Hold on. Before, like, you are going to get me on so many tangents. I love this, <laughs> where you're at. I want to go back to that in a second, but I just want to give a quick bio on you. Let me make a little note for myself. So, okay. Sup, babers? For those of you who don't know who Paulina is or haven't heard of natural well being yet, you are in for a treat today. Paulina is in charge of product development for natural well-being, and she's super passionate about working with the wisdom and healing power found in nature, and that's how she found her way to becoming a clinical herbalist with natural well-being. Natural well-being formulates and develops plant-based remedies for women by women, obviously something we care very much about here (laughs) at Subpage. To help empower us to reconnect with our optimal health and wellness. They've been around for 20 years, well before supplements were actually trendy, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) And so we have a really exciting promotion going on with natural well-being that I want you all to know about in case you want to partake, in case you want to get a little bit more control over your mind and body connection during this crazy time, we are offering a 15% off code on all of their products with SUPBABE15, SUPBABE in all caps. Yep, you're shouting at the screen that you want some supplements. <laughs> <laughs> um, I personally have been taking the marine collagen. I like to put it in my smoothies after a run in the morning. It helps mm-hmm. keep me free and not have that shaky feeling if I'm like chugging coffee until lunchtime. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, that extra, once again, just even putting that marine collagen and making a smoothie and adding spinach and whatever just makes me feel like, wow, I'm really taking charge of my health, even though it's like the smallest thing, right? But mm-hmm. um, it feels empowering in in that way, if that makes sense. Um, I've also been taking mind your memory. I'm kind of a nerd. I'm, I'm like personally really concerned with brain health. <laughs>
0: very, very important.
1: And so I've actually noticed a little bit of a spike in my memory so far. So I'm going to keep tracking that. I mean, Maybe it'll take like a month or two to kind of catch on. It's something I also want to ask about, but just want to tell some of our ladies about some of the other amazing products you have. Uh, sleep essentials, hair essentials, concentration essentials, ride support, menopause support, and immune sure, which I'm sure has been probably pretty popular during the pandemic too, right?
0: You're like taking it as we speak. <laughs> it is one of my dailies that I don't miss. <laughs>
1: Nice, I love that. So back to what you were saying there on the mind-body connection, what's so interesting that you bring that up is that I have actually been in places, I mean, I'm pretty young, right? But I'm not a perfect human being. I'm I'm not in peak health every single day. I've had a couple of issues with my allergies over the past couple of years. I had Mm. mold poisoning, right? Mold poisoning Mm. will really mess you up. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) so, you know, activated charcoal, all that, I've been taking things to help kind of detox from that experience but I can really tell now that I've been through those sort of ups and downs health-wise that my mental health is not as on point as Mm -hmm. when my physical health is at, you know, I don't want to say deteriorated, but is at a lower state,
0: right? Yeah. And that really makes sense because when, you know, when your immune system is fired up, for example, like if you're fighting this mold toxicity, if you're exposed Mm -hmm. to environmental mold, and so your body is doing its thing and it's you know, firing up your immune system, but in the process of doing that, it's really like pumping out a lot of uh, chemicals. Basically, you know, like your your body is making them, but these are chemicals um, that then course throughout your body, and you know, some of the effects of them can be to maybe you know even cloud your brain a little bit, just because there's like this onslaught, like a sudden cloud of of chemicals from the inflammatory process, the immune, immune process. So it's not surprising that you might feel some mental effects from fighting um, what seems like a physical and outside and external environmental problem because wait, that's so interesting. Yeah. I, I actually
1: like brain fog is apparently one of the symptoms and yes. I do feel like I've experienced that. And that was one of the reasons I wanted to order mind your memory from you guys, just to see yeah. if that would like help kickstart my memory back to where it used to be, you know, it's like, yes. <laughs> I'm 34, and, you know, not
0: like 84. Like it's like ridiculous. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and, you know, brain fog is a really common sort of symptom or result of many different things. So, you know, like your immune system firing up and and trying to keep you healthy while you're Um, combating that environmental mold, but also things like if, you know, if someone has an overgrowth of candida in their system, Mm -hmm. brain fog is a huge one, Um, perimenopause and menopause, brain fog, like hello, is is a big one, it will happen. But in those instances, it's typically more going to be transitory. So it's not something that, you know, you have to go, oh, my God, this is something that I'm going to be living with forevermore. It's great that you're doing something to help assist with it. So you're going to be able to help kind of move everything through your system um, much quicker than if you were just like letting everything stay all fired up and, you know, Mm -hmm. sort of to that end. Adding in some liver support is always a good thing because the liver is our detoxification organ, the the main one. There's other um, organs and systems, but that's our main one. So that's going to be the organ in you that's like trying to clear out all of these nasty toxins and metabolites that are happening from the mold itself, as well as your own body's inflammatory response to that
1: okay I am literally putting that on my to-do list right now thank you so much I've noticed I don't process alcohol as well either so that must be the liver so I am getting on top of that Because yeah. obviously drinking is like my number one <laughs> priority. I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's not, but like, you know, I'm that person who's like, I'm going to get in charge of my health. I'm going to be at the forefront of my health, but I'm also going to like enjoy a White Claw, maybe a whole bottle of champagne. Yeah. That was a Monday yeah. for me,
0: you know? So. Yeah. And it's so about, you know, it's really keeping that balance, right? We can't be, we can't deprive ourselves. So because that sort of just undermines our, our long-term efforts of trying to create a lifestyle that works for us over the long haul, which is going to be like decades to come. So if we can, you know, put these little changes in place and try to do the best that we can, um, that's really going to serve us and keep us healthy ongoing. But we don't, we certainly don't want to deprive ourselves of these things that make life worth living like that, you know, glass of champagne or, um, you know, just the the good things in life.
1: You got to have a balance, right? Like, I feel like
0: you got to, like, if I'm going to do some of the bad
1: things, then I'm going to add in more good things, right? Like I always have like a green juice or two if I'm hungover, you know what I mean? I'm like, oh, by the way, that helps. Yeah, yeah, that is perfect. I love that. It's kind of funny too. They say like, you know, it reminds me, our conversation reminds me of something. One of my mentors told me years ago about Botox. She was like, no, honey, you're not understanding me. She was like, it's preventative. Okay. That's why you get it now. So you don't have the wrinkles later. Like that's kind of like supplements, right? Like you start taking them now so that you don't, you know, lose your whole memory later or have a failing liver later in life. Right. Would you say that's a good analogy?
0: Yeah. And you know, you had a really good Question that you had sent to me earlier about like what age, mm-hmm. right? Yes. That we should start considering supplements, and this kind of ties into that, maybe. Yep. So, like, really, you know, it's dependent on a person's um, not just their age, but you know, their overall nutritional and health status, mm-hmm. um, their lifestyle, but also even their constitution, because some people are just like naturally gifted or naturally <laughs> blessed with having a stronger constitution, and it can do with you know your genetics. Um, what was happening when you were developing in the womb, you know, your early years, that sort of thing. So some people are just more fortunate that way. But I would say like a a really general healthy start point would be kind of late teens, early 20s. Okay. You know, definitely by early 20s. And there's a few reasons why I think that, that it's important to really look at it around that age is because this is a time that a lot of people are starting out like kind of moving more independently in the world as young adults, they mm-hmm. might be going off to college or university or starting a career or, you know, developing more personal relationships, um, managing their finances, that kind of thing. So there's all of these, like, stressors that are starting to come into your life that you may not really have had to deal with before. And... And even just like the foods that we're choosing to eat when we do our own grocery shopping, that kind Mm -hmm. of thing. So it's a really important time to make sure that we're really nourishing and nurturing ourselves so that taking that time for self-care every day. And, you know, there's a lot of different ways that people can self-care. And in this instance, like we're just basically talking about supplements so, you know, we want to be able to navigate all those different facets, like physical, mental, emotional, and supplements are a really great way to help to do that. But also in our early 20s, this is kind of the time period where, I hate to say it, but like most of our physiological processes and our growth overall has kind of peaked, okay. you know, like... The, the building up of our bones, our tissues, everything in our body, it's been going through this, what we call an anabolic stage, where it's growth, you know, you're, you're growing, you're adding on, it's kind of, you know, incrementally increasing. Mm-hmm. But around the early 20s or so, like that kind of peaks, and it starts to plateau. And, and that's fine. You know, the key then is really to kind of try to maintain being at that plateau for as long as you can, because that's where, you know, quality of life is. If you can stay there, you know, then you're really, you're doing really great because basically you're staving off um, the decline of your tissues, your organs, your metabolic processes. So we want to help to stay at that plateau for as long as we can.
1: Interesting. Okay. So Paulina, how long, I mean, once again, I know natural well-being has been around about two decades. You've been in the business a little over two decades, which, you know, it was probably very cutting edge at the time when you got into the supplement space. Yeah. How long have you been taking supplements? Were you taking them before that? Did they even exist before that? Like this predates my knowledge of supplements.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. And, and, you know, at the risk of dating myself, <laughs> Yeah, I have been taking supplements for literally decades. Natural medicine has always been a part of my life, mm-hmm. like just starting from, from you know being knee-high to a grasshopper kind of stage, right? But I kind of got away from that when I went into more of the allopathic medical field. And it took about a decade and a half or so to kind of circle back and go like, geez, where are my roots, right? And it was really about natural medicine and plant medicine, And so that would have been in the 90s that I went back to school and studied herbal medicine. And really, that would be, I would say, the catalyst for me seriously looking at what supplements I'm taking. And of course, you know, you're always, I do anyway, I experimented on myself like a lot with lots of different supplements, lots of different herbs. Yeah, it, it's been definitely an experimental process happening here <laughs> for decades. I am sorry. Is it herbs or herbs? Like, literally, it depends. Can someone you know what, tell it, de- <laughs> it depends because, okay, I'm in Canada. Okay. Um, and because we are associated with uh, the British Commonwealth, we say herbs. But for whatever reason, um, in the US, you say herbs. Us
1: good old Americans, yeah, we say so- herbs, herbs. It's a little bit more, I don't know, herbs, herb, herbs, herbs. Okay. I don't know. They're both kind of fun. It's got an H in
0: front of it, right?
1: (laughs) (laughs) They're both kind of fun. All right. So that leads me to where I wanted to go. So when you're a, you know, a budding young woman, you know, in entering college, right. We've got some women in our audience in college. We've also got Mm -hmm. women in our audience in their mid twenties and their early thirties, you know, all these Prime ripe ages where mm-hmm. they're in close to peak health and probably want to prolong that as long as possible. Like you said yourself, which is like my whole goal is to be to look like a baby for the rest of my damn <laughs> life. So you're I doing hear a good you. job, from what I see. Oh, why? Thank you, Paulina. I guess my uh, spa robe is uh, helping here because I look it's absurd <laughs> right now. <laughs> but so, so my question to you is: How does one go about? knowing what supplements they might need if if their doctor doesn't recommend them i guess you know they could ask you know i guess they could ask a doctor is there anything but oftentimes medical professionals don't you know and i can say this from experience because i have all doctors in my family mm-hmm. they don't tend to want to prescribe anything that's not a prescription mm-hmm. so and they and they're not super well studied on supplements right because it's not their area of expertise sure. so how yeah. do you recommend that the young ladies in our audience who you know maybe like you said about 60% of people are taking supplements, the other 40% aren't. That's still mm-hmm. a lot of people out there could be that could be benefiting, you mm-hmm. know, from a little supplement power in their daily routine, a little extra self-care. So, how do you recommend they go about finding out what might be right for them?
0: You know the very, very best way, and I can appreciate that this may not be that feasible for a lot of people. Um, but the very best way is by having a one-on-one consultation with a health practitioner. So okay. you know that might be a naturopath or a herbalist, um, a TCM or an Ayurvedic practitioner, or a nutritionist, or even like a combination of those, so that you are addressing like different areas of of your body and well-being because not everybody. Is an expert in every field. You know, mm-hmm. I, I have a good understanding of nutrition, but I'm not a certified nutritionist per right. se, right? And a naturopath has a wide array of modalities that they they use, and plants might be one of them. Um, as a herbalist, you know, my mainstay is the herbs, but I always fold in regular supplements such as like just vitamins. I mean by that, mm-hmm. so there's always that component to it as well, and you know, also importantly, when you see a practitioner one-on-one, you get an opportunity to review your personal medical history, your current health condition, what's going on for you, your lifestyle, um, your nutritional status, your family medical history, which can be really important. Just even like if there might be a a genetic or hereditary propensity towards something in your family that you might want to start acting on now to help um, mitigate the chance of, of coming down with that. So, you know, that's really the best way to do it. But of course, that's maybe not so practical for some people. So I would say the next best way, and it's certainly an excellent way to just, you know, do your research around supplements. There's a lot of resources available, and for for example, on natural well-being, you can submit questions, and you know I'm happy to answer any questions that anybody has regarding like maybe guidance towards a particular supplement. Thank you. We love that. Yeah. The good thing about a lot of our supplements is that they are pretty self-explanatory. So you know when we say concentration essentials, it kind of indicates what it's good for. Right. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So you know that would be the next best thing is like seeking out a really high quality, um, reputable supplements manufacturer. And there's so much I could touch on. For sure. No,
1: absolutely want to get into that. So that's great advice. So what you're saying is, I just want to reiterate this in a, you know, in a little bit of a concise manner for our ladies. So number one way to find out what supplements, you know, the preference would be if you have the ability to hire a health coach, that would be great. They could really give you the rundown on everything that you may need to balance out. Number two, if you want to dabble in some supplements, maybe try it out, get your toes wet before you jump into the whole hiring of the health coach thing, then seek, you know, do your research, see what might be good for you. If there's anything specific that you want to address, look online to see what, you know, what products would address that and then find a really reputable manufacturer like natural wellbeing or someone Mm -hmm. else that has a reputation for, you know, no bad stuff in it and plant-based and, you know, non-GMO and all that stuff. Exactly. Okay. I love that. So what's funny is I did number two first with, for like a couple of years, I tried to like try things out, tested things out on my own, like, you know, got my feet wet. And then I, when my allergies and the mold toxicity and all that hit, I was like, whoa, I can no longer like can do all this research. Like I need to just like hire somebody. And a friend had a health coach who's now my friend, Jillian, shout Mm -hmm. out Jillian. Uh, (laughs) And so she was like so instrumental in getting me back to a better place. So totally, I think both of those strategies, both those strategies work, but let's, let's get into it. I mean, what is it that makes a reputable manufacturer, right? Like you guys are a company for women by women, which is mm-hmm. something that we believe in so much mm-hmm. here at Supbabe. The exact type of people that we want to learn from. But you know, some people are still a little skeptical of supplements. You know, maybe they don't take a lot of medicine, right? There's people that have that mindset, so I can understand that. But can you share a little bit more on the process of like how you guys formulate the supplements and how you mm-hmm. test them and like how you make sure that there are no bad fillers or like crappy ingredients yeah. that sneak in during yeah. the
0: process. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, so maybe I'll just start by saying like, there's a lot of kind of misconceptions in the industry, in the natural products industry about supplements. And I would say one of the most common questions we get asked is, is your supplement FDA approved? So. Okay. You know, and, and it's understandable because we always hear about, you know, like this this drug was approved by the FDA, that sort of thing. But in the Correct. case of supplements, they are not actually FDA approved and they don't have to be. So it's really up to the manufacturer to ensure that their product is safe and does what it says it's going to do and contains what what it says on the label. It Mm -hmm. is upon the manufacturer. Um, But having said that, supplements are actually regulated by the FDA. So it's not like it's a total Wild West out there or anything. They are regulated by the FDA, and it's under um, a legislation that was passed in 1994 called the Dietary Supplements Health and Education Act, or DISHE. And what this does is it actually provided to the FDA a set of guidelines that they oversee for supplements um, in the way of manufacturing and, and getting them to market. So there's mm-hmm. there's guidelines about ingredient safety, manufacturing, marketing that sort of thing and the FDA actually will inspect manufacturing facilities to make sure that they comply with what are called GMPs good manufacturing practices interesting so so that is like, super, super key that you want to make sure that your supplement company, the one that you're purchasing from, is GMP compliant. And there's even kind of another step where they could be GMP certified. Mm -hmm. The FDA doesn't certify them, but there are third-party certification bodies that can certify the facility. But basically, you just want to make sure that they are FDA GMP compliant. And so that's going to ensure that there's all of these certain parameters that go with good manufacturing practices are adhered to. And there's like a manual this, you know, this thick <laughs> with standard operating procedures that a manufacturer has to go through. And it it basically like starts with your raw material suppliers. So even the raw material suppliers, like if you're getting in herbs from anywhere in the world, they those suppliers actually have to be vetted by the manufacturer to make sure that they are complying, even though they're not in the States, they have to be complying with these GMPs. Gotcha. So that's kind of a standard and, you know, that's going to affect things like how they're grown, how they're harvested, you know, how they're, how they're processed, how they're stored. Okay. So those are all things that will get tracked and measured. And then once, you know, once the manufacturer, the GMP manufacturer gets those raw materials, in the case of like our kinds of supplements, mostly plant materials, um, there's a lot of steps that happen right starting then. Those those herbs actually get put into quarantine right away at the manufacturer. They're put into isolation. And before they are released to go into production, they have to go through a whole slew of tests. The first one that that is going to happen is you have to confirm that it's the correct identification. Like, make sure that the herb is actually what it says it is. And there's a few ways that that, that happens. There's something called organoleptics, which is kind of a sensory um, testing, you know, that might be, you might smell the herb or taste it or look at it just to make sure that it is very, very similar to a reference standard for that herb. Um, There's also microscopy that's done. So they'll look at the plant material underneath the microscope, make sure that it looks like it's supposed to look, the, the dried material, um and then there's also sometimes some analytical testing where they might like run it through certain types of machines that can detect certain markers in that herb that are unique to that herb.
1: And so that's testing for raw materials, right? But yeah. do you also test, like let's say that natural well-being just formulates like, for instance, I think the products about around adaptogens is is newer, right? We're gonna probably do mm-hmm. a whole a whole convo on that because I think that's yeah. such a hot topic right now. Mm-hmm. But for instance, after you build that new product, do you guys test it? Like what's the process for making sure that it works, it does what it's supposed to do and like nothing, no, you know, bad substances contaminated it?
0: Yeah, for sure. We'll still like back in that raw material stage, there's these other steps that happen. Like we have to rule out adulteration. And so it's, you're measuring or making sure that there's no adulterants like, for example, pharmaceutical drugs, because Mm -hmm. the industry is somewhat notorious for certain categories of supplements like weight loss, performance enhancing, like sports performance, but also sexual performance enhancing. Those are rife with contamination or adulteration, I should say, of pharmaceuticals. So, you know, that gets um, ruled out in the very early stages before something is put into production. Contamination is ruled out, and that's like bacteria and fungi, mm-hmm. bits and pieces of like rope and plastic and metals and yeah. heavy metals. Like that's all tested for. Um, you have to rule out substitution, so that, and this might be accidental, like where a herb was accidentally selected, um, or if someone is while crafting a herb that they accidentally while crafted the wrong species of a herb. So we need to rule out substitution. Sometimes with like you know, depending on the person or the supplier, like maybe they used a cheaper herb and it's not one that you want. So substitutions can sometimes cause safety issues, right? But it also really just undermines the um, the efficacy of the product, how it's going to work in the, you know, in the end. So, you know, you, don't, you really want to make sure that you've got what you're saying is in there. And then there's also purity. So all of this is
1: product is testing before you move in? Before it even goes into production. So I just want to, is there like after the product's formulated, is there any more testing that happens or are we just, yeah. you're sure that you have the best product at that point?
0: You know, after it's finished, it also goes through another set of um, finished product specs or finished product testing. And that that will often, it'll always include microbiology and heavy metals so we test again, like even okay. though the raw materials were tested for that, we want to make sure that during the production process, there was no contamination that happened during it. you know, like somebody didn't get their fingers stuck in the blender and, you know, like oh contaminated, my God, right? Yes. Oh my God, that visual. I <laughs> didn't mean like their, their fingers, yes. so I just meant like somehow they contaminated it, right? <laughs> Um, So, yeah, we in the finished product testing stage, we definitely measure for microbiology, heavy metals. We will also do potency of, like, if there's a standardized extract in in the product, like, for example, turmeric. Often you'll see standardized curcuminoids in turmeric. So we have to analyze to make sure that the amount that we say is in the capsule is actually in the capsule. Um, So there's that potency Uh testing that happens on standardized extracts. Um, there's also like, we'll do gluten-free testing, there's solvent residue testing. So all of these sort of safety measures to make sure that the finished product is really clean, make sure there's no pesticide or herbicide residues in there, Um, which, you know, isn't generally the case if you're using certified organic herbs, but, you know, there's still testing that needs to be done.
1: Cool. Okay. So that's great. I mean, that's always fertilizer, pesticides. That's like, yeah. so at the forefront of my yeah. concern too, when I'm taking anything or eating anything, because we now know like how bad they are
0: and everywhere, are they pervasive. How much
1: they're pervasive everywhere. So for example,
0: hair essentials. Okay. I have done several modifications of that over the years. You know, like constant. Wait, and by the way, you have the longest, like, shiniest, <laughs> most beautiful hair. Oh, thank you. So clearly, it's my pandemic hair. I haven't been pandemic. Well, your pandemic hair is chic oh, yeah. AF. A uh, uh, kudos to Hair Essentials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's amazing. Uh, so that sort of happens in the development stage, where, like, when I when I go to formulate a product. Like there's a whole kind of process I go through and it starts with identifying like the condition or the the organ system or the body system that I'm really keen on looking at helping, like for example, the immune mm-hmm. system. So it starts with identifying that. And then what I'll do is I'll just do a heck of a lot of research. Like there'll be a bunch of herbs that I'm already really familiar with from having used them for years and years in formulating other products or just ones that, you know, I may take myself um, as supplements from other companies. Just, you know, I'm generally familiar with the herbs that might fall into that category of being, say, immunosupportive. But I don't want to rule out that there aren't other ones that might actually work equally well, if not better. Um, I, you know, I, I review all the literature, the research that's on the herbs other new herbs research that's available. And then I also, I don't know if you can see it. I have my my handy dandy botanical safety handbook and it weighs a, it weighs a ton. <laughs> but I will also reference. Yeah, you could you could kill a small child with that. <laughs> I don't know why you'd want to do that, but that is a huge book. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of the industry standard for botanical safety. And I will review every herb to make sure that. You know, there's no contraindications that would make it really impractical to use. Um, mm-hmm. Like, for example, if it has like this super tiny, what we call therapeutic window, where the amount that's good for you is like too close to the amount being toxic for you. <laughs>
1: Got it. Okay.
0: Interesting. There's a lot of drugs that are like that, right? Where you have to be very careful, but there's a few herbs like that too. So we tend to stay clear of those. Um, just, you know, on the off chance that somebody doesn't take this suggested dose, and they just kind of like Correct. take too much of it. So
1: I will. I personally am horrible at reading instructions. So... <laughs> yeah. <you> know, <laughs> I'm sorry. I literally cannot shop an idea.
0: Like, <laughs> right? way
1: too much information for my brain.
0: Yeah. Well, that's an exception. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll check that. I want to make sure that there's no contraindications. And,. Also to, you know, confirm what a maximum upper daily level might be for herbs, so that I don't put too much of it in the formula for the serving size that's going to be, be taken. So then what I'll do is I'll kind of, I'll think about the herbs and I'll select one herb to kind of be like the main player in it or, you know, like the lead okay. herb. That's the one that I really, really want to make sure that. The team that, leader? Yeah, exactly. That kind of keeps the whole thing together (laughs) and, and just like make sure that there is enough of that in there that it's really going to have a significant therapeutic benefit. Um, So there's going to be that one lead herb and I'll put it in there, you know, and it could be anywhere from like say 15, even up to 30% of the formula might be that just want to make sure that we've got a good solid amount of it. But as you've probably noticed, like our formulas have a lot of herbs in them. So what I'll do then is I'll think about like secondary actions or even tertiary actions, like things that I want to support that main action. And some of the herbs, um, they, some of those other sort of more secondary herbs, they may have the very same action as the lead herb, but they may have other actions. And altogether, like they kind of just fortify the, the main role or the main herb. And same with the tertiary ones may have kind of a completely separate action. And they will usually be in the formula. It's sort of a, a fairly small amount. And that might mean like, for example, black pepper extract. Black pepper is really good for helping to enhance absorption and assimilation of certain other nutrients. So, you know, there might be a teeny tiny bit of that in there. Um, ginger. Ginger root is excellent for helping to open up these small capillaries in your body so it really helps and just circulation in general so a little bit of ginger in there is going to help to deliver all of the other herbs and nutrients throughout your body to make sure that that they get distributed Um, so there's you know and licorice for example is often included in it has a lot of great benefits um, therapeutically but it's also what's considered a harmonizer so it kind of just gels everything together and makes them sort of work nicely, play nicely
1: together. Interesting. That's so cool. I didn't know any of that about any, about any of those, which ginger I've used sometimes to kind of like aid in digestion, yeah, right? Yeah. Or helps do the stomach ache, but that's really interesting to hear that it helps with, it sounds like it helps with your uptake of the
0: supplement. Yeah, it will because, you know, even though I say the like capillaries out in your fingers and toes and that, there's a lot of capillaries internally as well. And, you know, in your <laughs> digestive tract. So that's what, you know, it's going to be helping to facilitate the absorption of all the nutrients.
1: In there. So, question for you: What I know we talked that you personally are taking the hair essential supplement. What else are you taking? It could be you know from natural yeah. well being or just a part of your personal routine. Like, I would love sure. to know what's what's in your supplement little sorcery <laughs> pile. You know? I know what's I should walk, your you, walk you
0: through our pantry, which is just like <laughs> loaded with different supplements. But there's no food food in there; <laughs> just all pills. That's right. <laughs> Yeah, well, I do have a lot of natural being supplements that I take every day. I take the hair essentials. I take immune sure and adaptogenic stress relief. Like these two I would not be without. The adaptogenic stress relief and the immune sure, they are my dailies all all the time. So is the immune sure
1: something that you do more because of COVID and you're trying to like be as healthy as possible or would you take immune sure every day in any type of a world environment?
0: um mostly because of covid okay and but you know i would even outside of covid i would tend to take it like maybe not every day but sporadically okay. and then probably i would take it every day in the fall and winter just as sort of an extra safeguard
1: right when when it's flu season okay so during flu season yeah it, it makes sense to just kind of safeguard your immunity
0: yeah and it, and again it sort of depends on the person you know like if they have kind of a they're more vulnerable to getting things they just seem to catch Mm -hmm. things that that go around then certainly taking it every day it would be really appropriate for them the other ones that i take every day are i take a standalone vitamin c okay Um, i take same yeah why do you take it um because it's so important for our immune system Mm -hmm. and for our adrenals and we, because we, we actually can't manufacture it ourselves, we are like, we're bizarre that way, <laughs> in that as mammals, we lost the enzyme that enables us to be able to manufacture vitamin C internally ourselves. A lot of other mammals in that can, but we can't. So it's really, you know, and we really need it. So it's super important to supplement with that in, in my opinion. Um, okay. So cool. I take that twice a day and, you know, like I, I recommend spacing certain things out because the body can really only absorb, a, you know, a given amount of a certain sub or a certain nutrient at any one time. It depends on the nutrient. So taking, say like a mega dose vitamin C that's got five grams or 5,000 milligrams in it at one time, most of that is actually going to end up, you know, in your pee. You're going to be peeing that out. So that's why it's important to more like stagger these water-soluble supplements, um, which vitamin C is one and the B vitamins are also water-soluble. So it's better to take those on a staggered basis. Um, Some of them maybe you just need once a day, but vitamin C I tend to take two to three times a day a thousand milligrams at a time. And then I also take every day, I take a cranberry extract. And this is um, because I have like urinary tract issues. So, you know, kind of prone to getting UTIs. So I just take it to help me stave off um, getting that. I'm not jealous of that. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want smart, that. <laughs> smart to get ahead of it and be proactive. Yeah. So I take that morning and night with my vitamin C. I take a quercetin supplement, a standalone quercetin bromelain supplement. And, you know, you mentioned allergies and I take it for that reason. Quercetin. Well, so,
1: really? So yeah. people have told me about that. Yeah. Does natural Well Being
0: manufacture that or no? No, we don't. But, um, you know, this is another area where as a, as being in product development, like I really want to look at other products to bring in the pipeline. Because I think and, more
1: people have allergies than they know. And
0: more and more allergies are happening, you know. Right, Mine have gotten worse over age. Yeah, yeah that's a common one as we get older, I never used to have allergies. I have allergies so bad now. Um, So quercetin helps to stabilize mast cells, and mast cells are what release histamine. And histamine is what gives you that classic kind of allergy, you know, those symptoms like your runny nose or stuffy nose or runny eyes, sneezing, scratchy throat, all that kind of stuff. So it just helps with, um, with allergies. So I take that? I really want to try that. You're not the first person to
1: mention that to me, so we need to have like an offline chat so I can pick your brain <laughs> sure. because I you know I know that I buy supplements from you guys and from like two or three other companies because yeah. I've done the research I trust those brands like I'm, I'm really picky about what I put in my body unless it's champagne you know <laughs> <laughs> in <laughs> that case it's like it's <laughs> unless it's alcohol I'm really particular about what I put in my body <laughs> so I would love to have an offline chat yeah. with you about that um, Paulina yeah, for sure you said something else so interesting and I think it was like a blog post That you had done for the company where you said, quote unquote, compassionate self care is the basis for collective well being. I just love that so much. Can you dig a little deeper
0: into that with us? Well, yeah. I mean, compassionate self care, it's this concept that, you know, it sounds easy and all that, but man, we can like really struggle with that, with being our own best caretakers. But really, like we have to start there because if we're not taking good care of ourselves in a really loving way, so self care, self love, nurturing ourselves, and supplements are a really important way of doing that to show ourselves self care, we aren't really going to be at our best to be able to go out into the world and, you know, ultimately to be of any help to others. And if we're like stuck kind of sandwiched helping, or having children that we have to be there for, or elders, that kind of thing, and we're not taking care of ourselves, we're not able to help them either. Right. Um, but ultimately, you know, like we just are depleting ourselves. So compassionate self-care is really, really important. And a natural well-being, we want to help you, and we want to help all of your babes <laughs> um, <Babers. laughs> to, you know, to really take care of themselves and help themselves be their best that they can be.
1: That's really cool. I love that. And so I just wanted to ask you one last question, because we you know, we've done episodes on morning routines. Obviously, supplements are a part of my morning routine. It sounds like they're a part of your morning and your night routine. Yes. Actually, I, I take activated charcoal at night, so I guess I, they are a part of my right. morning and night routine. I didn't even routine. finish my list. <laughs> oh, oh
0: my God. Well, then please keep going. We, the, the floor is yours, my dear. Well, I think actually the other, it's just one other one I think that I take daily
1: is um, vitamin D3. Okay. Oh, and some probiotics. I lack, uh, yeah, I take probiotics too. I lack uh, vitamin D. My doctor was like, and it's not shocking, right? Cause I am pale as like paper. Okay. So my doctor was like, you are very deficient on vitamin D, maybe go outside.
0: I was like, <laughs> great. Yep. Yeah, gonna do that. yeah. But that's not always possible. And, you know, depending on the latitude that we live at, maybe the UV rays aren't really strong enough to, to help us or maybe they're too strong. You know, we have to stay indoors. Yeah. So yeah, it really depends on the season and what latitude we live at, but take taking, especially in the winter time, it's, it's really good to take it. If you are like in an area where, where I live, we don't really get a lot of, um, well, we get sun, but it, I wouldn't say that the temperature is so conducive to wanting to go outside. <laughs>
1: I, I hear you. What part of Canada are you in?
0: I am on probably like the furthest geographical distance from you on the very west coast of Vancouver Island off of British Columbia.
1: Ah, okay. Nice. Yeah. I have not been out there. <laughs> yeah, it's beautiful. Well, I really love that, Paulina. This has been so excellent. Thank you so much for sharing all of your wisdom with us. I think we probably could talk for another hour, so I think (laughs) we should have you back to dig more into, you know, I want to get deeper into adaptogens, how they work to create stress relief. I want to talk about, you guys have a new libido product, which... I'm in the process of looking for someone to test it with. If anybody <laughs> would like to test it with me, please call Changed me. My it number on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good idea. Why didn't I think of that? Okay, all right, there we go. So I will get back to you on that. Um, yeah. But no, this has been amazing, guys. If you want to order any of the products that we talked about today, remember that we are offering you guys fifteen percent off right now with the code SUP. Babe, it's sup babe in all caps, sup babe 15. Don't forget the 15 at the end, or you won't get the 15% off. And Paulina, what if anybody wants to connect with you? Can they find you? You know, where I think you mentioned that they could email you from the website. Can you share the website? Like,
0: give me all the goods. Yeah, so the website is naturalwellbeing.com, so all all one word naturalwellbeing.com, and there is there's like an ask an expert little widget on there so you can submit questions through that um, typically those will get screened by customer service and if there's you know anything that they can't they're awesome they know the products inside out they've been working for years answering questions they might answer the question but if you specifically want the question directed to me you can just like include in there you know, per, per Nicole, you know, please direct this to Paulina and they'll just forward it to me. Um, And then I'll get, you know, I can email back directly to your sub-babe.
1: That's so awesome and so generous of you to yeah. offer that to people who may be, you know, newer to supplements or just they want to dabble and they're nervous and sure, they just yeah. want to ask you something. So thank you so much. I won't, don't be surprised if you get a few emails because I'm <laughs> sure, and probably from me as well. So. <laughs> Absolutely.
0: Yeah, no, it's, it's really a privilege and, and an honor to help people.
1: I love that. All right, ladies. Thank you so much, Paulina. Thank you. This has been wonderful.
0: Great chatting with you.
1: Great chatting with you too. All right, ladies. If you loved what you heard today, please remember to subscribe. If you're new to the show and you haven't reviewed us yet, please hit five stars. We would be oh so grateful if you left us a little review. You can add me on Instagram at Nicole Rose Stillings. Or at Sup Babe Pod. And we hope we brightened your day, even just a little bit. But that's all for now. Don't forget to tune in Mondays in the mornings to Sup Babe, your one stop shop for living your best life. XOXO.